0: This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon where every Sunday you get a whole nother bonus episode of says Who. you get me and Maureen talking to you if you give at the five or ten dollar a month level and at that ten dollar a month level you also get a sticker sent to you in the mail every month you also get like a poster of says Whovia the first month because that would be weird to send one every month you'd have a lot of posters but five bucks you get bonus episode 10 bucks you get a poster and you get a monthly sticker if you stick around at that ten dollar level patreon.com slash says who hey Dan it's June it is
1: and you know what that means? It's the
0: month of Maureen.
1: That's right. The box in the woods comes out on the 15th of this. It's it's now in the it's in the frame, van it's, it's in two sight. weeks. The little boat. I can see it. I'm looking through the telescope and I'm like, oh, my God, I see it. There it is. Toot, toot, there it is. Um. And also the box in the woods has been named by People magazine as one of the best books of summer 2021. It's not even out yet. No, oh, it's, it's not even out yet, but it's going to be out so soon. You can pre-order it anywhere. We're going to be having a discussion on Discord, the date of which I will be setting today.
0: Yeah. And good idea.
1: Um, so if you want to have like a special, like join this special private discussion, uh, it's on the Says Who Discord. But if you uh, remember, if you order it, pre-order it, or do anything about it, um, that is... Uh, that's very good of you. It and is. also, there's something coming that's you're, you're helping me with that's going to be really, really amazing.
0: It's going to be good. It's going to sh- be good. And you can pre-order by going to bookshop.org slash shop slash says who. You can go ahead and pre-order that shit right there. Money will go to indie bookstores. Money, a little bit of money will go to us. And you will get the box in the woods. Bookshop.org slash shop slash says who. Every ounce of my being wishes that slash shop was not in there.
1: <clears throat> slash desk.
0: You also can get says who stuff. If you go to merch says who where uh, if you are a five or ten dollar Patreon backer, you also get a monthly discount. That new discount code for June is up right now go to patreon grab that code go to Com, and get yourself some summertime shirts
2: Hello, welcome to mcdonald's can i take your order please um i'm going to
1: have a 24 piece oh. buffalo nuggets with the gravy dipping sauce that's not a uh, baked that's potato do
2: we have
1: with as much cheese as what it's are mostly you? just cheese uh, what are do, you
2: doing? Do you have chocolate shakes, but without the chocolate? And, and that's just a vanilla shake. Uh, just a cup of ketchup. What are you, hey kid, doing it's here? Me. You don't work here anymore. No, well,
1: I, I don't work. I never worked with you, kid. I just wanted to. It's always been a dream of mine. Here. I don't know, kid. You—it's just the cut of your jib. There's always been something special
2: between us. You know what I mean. You felt it. It's no a real kind of uh, I like just, a synergy. Um, just, um, I'm not sure what you're doing back current. here. It's not romantic. It's like a—it's like a friendship bond. It's not invisible link. You just come. And you order food that we don't sell, and -hmm. eventually you drive through. That's not anything but that. It's just a a customer-food-provider relationship. That's all I'm doing today, kid. But it just seems like you're... That's a pretty big order that you've placed. Hmm. Hmm. What, um... What's it for? Nobody. You're not ordering for anyone? No... No, Just for me. It's just all of that food is for you. Yep, Yo. that's not actually a recommended daily allowance of sodium. I mean, I might share some of it with friend that I work for. Who do you work for? <laughs> Last oh, time we talked, you didn't have a job anymore. I have a job again. Okay uh same kind of
1: job as before Mm -hmm. uh but no for
2: nobody no i
1: mean nobody would know nobody would know
2: this this doesn't seem this seems a little bit suspicious if i'm being honest
1: do you have onion rings but just breading without the onion in them but they're in the shape of onion rings
2: no okay those you can just buy them in a bag they're called funyuns But I mean, I want the hot ones. But like, Can you just open up the little crispy part,
1: slide the onion out, and just give us the the, the crunchy... We don't
2: sell onion rings in either fashion. That's Burger King. Is it? Yeah. Anyway, I don't think you should think about who I'm working for. I don't like the sound of this.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's complicated, kids. Sometimes people go away, and then, I don't know, sometimes they come back, like like you and me like I couldn't stay away some people can't stay away some people don't know when to quit and uh you know they come back and they say you're hired again and you're like I got away and they're like haha and they they pull out a bunch of stuff you didn't know they they had on you and then you suddenly you find yourself back in the same position you were in before and you know you thought your life was gonna go one way you're like, I'm gonna retire I'm gonna go to the beach I'm gonna take up you know, uh, making those decorative signs that people like to make at those craft shops. And I'm going to open one of those craft shops, maybe. And then all of a sudden, you're back
2: exactly where you were. drive through, please. Welcome to Says Who?
0: because i try dan <laughs> the worst the worst part is not only do you that you don't even say the second part oh right the <laughs> so podcast that isn't a podcast it's a coping strategy i am dan sinker
3: and i i i i i, I am dan sinker
0: oh no. ah, ha maureen johnson how are Hi, things dan. going over there and i'm it's big nervous. Time. Nervous. Maureen, big time Johnson.
1: You know, Dan, I've I've had books. I mean, this is not new to me.
0: No, you it's not your first book rodeo.
1: No, it's not my first rodeo. And yet every time, Dan, the nerves, the nerves. They come and there's nothing they, they don't need to be there, Dan. It's not I mean I I did it already. It's done.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's but, been but done.
1: There's like a lot to do. I don't know, Dan. And we're starting to see people again, and it's all my circuits are frizzling.
0: That's uh, it's a lot. There's a lot going on right now, Morning Johnson. I'm you not You especially.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you especially.
1: It's summertime.
0: It is summertime. The kids but- are wrapping up school. The uh, the teen finished up on Friday. And the uh, and the five-year-old is wrapping up to as we speak, the last day of school. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of going out on a whimper. A
2: lot of canceled Zoom calls and things like that.
0: But uh but it is ending. So there's at least that.
1: Oscar's work has their summer party today, and I said. Oh, wow. What are you going to do for your summer party? And he said, oh, it's, um, (laughs) actually, so I think it's on Thursday. And I was like, oh, are you going to, he's like, it's like at 11 in the morning. And I said, oh, and where are you going? He's like, it's a Zoom call. I said, Zoom call at 11 in the morning. Yep. Yep. I said, "You going to do all day. What are you going to do? He's like, talk. So you're going to do a Zoom call at 11 a.m. like you do every day? Yep. It's your party? Yep. Festive. Every once in a while, his work sends these boxes okay. of stuff. Um, you know, like in an office, they might do a thing like, hey, it's a special day and we're all having a drink or a cupcake right. or whatever. So instead, the office manager ha- has periodically sent little boxes like, here's a cocktail in a box that we'll all make together oh, at sure. 6 p.m. on a Friday. And it's like a little tiny bottle of tequila and a dried lime and a. Yeah little and you make the cocktail and everyone goes yay um this time the the uh, the pickings for the party were a little slimmer there was a there was a they're usually pretty good but this one was a bag of microwave popcorn um some t- candy from thailand which i ate and then threw away half of because it was gross without asking <laughs> he's like where's that candy and i was like oh, i threw it away because it was gross <laughs> Um, a tea bag for a Thai iced tea, which I'm excited to use and like a card that I think suggests that there's some sort of DJ involved, but I don't think that's what it said. I don't know. It's a zoom call.
0: Yeah. It's a zoom call. There's only so many ways you can dress up a zoom call, uh, a program that I do some work with, uh, they did the, they did a wrap up zoom call this past week and they did karaoke And let me tell you something that doesn't work on Zoom Mm. is karaoke. I think it would work fine. The first person really blew it out of the park. Right. And they were singing by themselves. And then it was like, oh, everyone sing together. And that was just a nightmare. Mm. Because everyone is hearing everything slightly delayed. Oh, no. And so it's just... I do have to say the last time that I did karaoke, it has been a very long time since I've done karaoke in person. I was very drunk and it was very much like that, just sort of a loopy and everything kind of going in a circle. So in some ways it was a good it was a good representation of the actual true drunken karaoke experience, except it was like two in the afternoon on a Zoom call and nobody was drunk. It was something, but yeah the the a bunch of a bunch of folks did a uh, big like five person sing of I'm Every Woman. Oh boy! And uh, it was just at any given time you could just hear the chorus being sung, whether it was in a chorus moment or not. But it did remind me of a time that Janice and I were living in a house on uh in Chicago that we called Camp Wisconsin because it was entirely wood paneled. It was amazing. And uh, there was a guy that lived on the second floor who I believe was like a options trader or something. And he would come home every day from the Chicago Board of Trade, go upstairs and blast, blast, I'm Every Woman, (laughs) and sing along at top volume on loop for hours. I don't know what to people I contain mean, multitudes. more. that guy's obviously a hero, but it was, it was truly remarkable of all my upstairs neighbors that blasted music. That was the one that felt like there was a real story involved. The other ones were usually breakups.
1: I probably have told this story, Dan, but one of, I had a friend in college who was really good at pranks. Like if you had to ev- get revenge, this guy was was on it. Like he could do things that were not physically possible. Uh, but one of the things he did was he was in some sort of beef with the people on his hall, uh-huh. so he took a speaker and he shoved it up into the drop ceiling of the <laughs> dorms, and then he <laughs> he put on the song "ABC" by the Jackson Five. Yeah put it on repeat on top volume and left for the weekend. (laughs) And the way it worked, because it was in the drop ceiling, it came from all directions. So it could not really be placed. What apartment or what dorm room it was coming from.
0: (laughs) That's kind of great though.
1: Yeah. a
0: great weekend
1: the entire weekend without pause.
0: I had a different upstairs neighbor uh, that would have pretty regular fights with her boyfriend. And you would hear him leave. And then she would blast Riders of the Storm by the Oof. doors. Oh, my. Over and over and over again. And she had a subwoofer directly above my bedroom. So I would just get the bass line for Riders of the Storm for hours. Yeah, until
1: until wireless headphones were really a thing. You basically played out all your music. Oh, Yo, Yeah. And you were constantly, you know, besieged by everyone else's. It's like being in any neighborhood in New York now, like when you go to Tompkins Square Dog Park and then just people go around and around and around with with speakers on the back of their scooters. And uh, there's one guy that does it who almost exclusively plays Journey
0: oh, on a scooter. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: on a little mopeddy thing. Yeah,
0: that's nice. We do live in a golden age for portable speakers. Pretty Speakers good. on bikes and scooters and things. Huh? I love I, it.
1: I clearly walked into some sort of rave thing recently on that park where it was a whole bunch of people that looked like they were going like, uh, like they were club kids circa 1993. Okay. But they were all ages. They all looked like they must have been tripping balls. Sure. And they all came out of this weird like Ken Kesey style party bus that like had patchwork paint stuff all over it wow. and fringe. And I don't know what it was. <laughs> I have no idea what it was,
0: man. That's a real nature is healing kind of story.
1: Yeah. Like they were just, and uh, they, they were all ages and they were it. clearly all together gathered around and just scattered throughout. And they were in sequins and feathers and, and they just, and patchwork crazy clothes. I don't know what they were doing.
0: They were living their best life is what they were doing.
1: But I was like, clearly I I am with you. You you are my people. I don't need to wear the sequins for me to be just like you. I don't know why we're here, but I get it.
0: (laughs) Did you just start dancing?
1: uh, No, I took the dog to the dog park. Uh, The dogs dance, though. The dogs frequently jive to whatever music is being pumped out. So that will often bring their energy.
2: Oh,
0: nice. They're So they're sort of interconnected?
1: In my mind.
0: In your mind.
1: P- whether it's the Beatles cover band, or the Rave, or the Journey guy, the people that play the kind of smooth jazz, my least favorite, or some kind of an acoustic set, or if you're in a really good day, all of those things at once.
0: There you go. New York City.
1: It's summertime, Dan. Summer, 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 summertime, and... It kind of just arrived. It was like a, it was, I, obviously we knew it was coming. We have calendars. We understand the basic functions of time, but it yep. just seems to have arrived.
0: Yeah. It's, we, we had sort of like a mini summer, like three days in a row that it was like, this is great. And then we descended right back into kind of upper forties and gray for a week or so. And now yep. suddenly today, again, it's like, oh, look at that.
1: Yeah. We got the cold snap as well, Uh, but it seems to have popped back up and we're here, Dan. And I obviously, because all of our entire year had no structure. (laughs) We didn't see the signposts. No, you know, the people that coming in and out of school or dairy or college or, you know, all those things that we look for didn't happen this last year. No. So once again, we've slit. And this last summer, we just slid into it and we're like, well, I guess we're just doing this this summer. We're sliding into it. Like, whoa, Hey, can we come back out?
0: Yeah. This summer feels deep, much more confusing. Last summer had sort of the, the focusing clarity of terror
2: associated
0: Mm. with it. This, this summer to me feels far more confusing. I don't know what, what I'm supposed to be doing or how I'm supposed to be acting.
1: Well, it's going to be a nice, normal summer, Dan.
0: Mm, well, Maureen, hmm? I think maybe we shouldn't talk about the next set of notes.
1: What's that? I haven't looked yet because I've been busy this morning boxing Box in the wood stuff, so I haven't
0: Okay, well, it's fine. Seen. Let's just talk about how it's going to be a fun summer.
1: Now, you see, I'm watching your faces as, as you say that. Hmm? And... I'll be honest, you're making me nervous. Oh, there's wow. something about
0: your delivery that's very... Suggest that there's something you want to tell me? Well, Maureen, as we don our summer garb, think about summertime fun times again, it does sort of feel like maybe we're gearing up for hot coo summer. What's that? It? What's that? Hot coo summer, Maureen. It feels like we are suddenly... There are a lot of things that are aligning in in this the very beginning of summer. So we have Republicans in the Senate successfully blocking the formation of an independent commission to investigate the January 6th insurrection, which. As weird as it sounds, happened this year.
1: First, I'm hearing of it.
0: Yeah, the uh, six months this week. That's true. You're right. Holy cow. Holy cow. Yeah, so there has been uh, pretty much since January 7th, there has been talk of forming a uh, 9-11 style commission, independently appointed commission that will do a real deep investigation into the insurrection, figure out kind of how how those fires were stoked and who stoked them and all of that. And uh, back at the beginning of January... There were plenty of Republicans, including Mitch McConnell, including, you know, uh, McCarthy, all of them basically saying, yeah, we should do this. And in fact, that was one of the arguments against impeaching was simply instead, let's put the let's put our efforts into putting together an an independent Mm. panel to look into Mm. this thing. And uh, that panel passed the House and now has moved to the Senate where it was blocked. By Republicans who invoked the filibuster, which meant that, confusingly, it didn't move forward, even though it got 54 votes for the commission and only 35 votes against. Because we have a great system. The last two Supreme Court justices were approved with less than that. But
1: I don't don't like the things you're saying.
0: I know, but uh, but that was enough to block it, and we don't really know uh, how it will go at all. A lot of the Republicans are simply saying that it's time to move on, mm.
2: which would be
0: one thing if there was any sense that they were actually moving on. But uh, in addition to the blocking of this commission, this week there was a QAnon conference in Texas.
2: Good, 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 good. good. Yeah,
0: where Michael Flynn... Mm. Former national security advisor to President Trump, who pled guilty to lying to the FBI, but was pardoned by Trump last year, uh, said that he supported a Myanmar style coup in the U.S.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, There was a coup in Myanmar. Yeah. Following their presidential election where the uh, party that the military had backed lost in a landslide. And so they uh, they rolled on in that has apparently been a uh, sort of a talking point among the far right now, has been doing a Myanmar-style coup, and he he came out in favor of it. So clearly he hasn't moved on. At the same conference, Sidney Powell, one of the lawyers currently being sued by Dominion Voting Systems and one of the leading figureheads in the post-election press conferences contesting the results and lawsuits contesting the results, said that she believed that Trump, quote, could simply be reinstated and a new inauguration day set.
2: Mm. I don't mm-hmm. think
0: that's how that works. Isn't it? But then she, so she clearly hasn't moved on. And then today, the New York Times own Maggie Haberman tweeted out, quote, Trump has been telling a number of people that he's in contact with that he expects he will get reinstated by August. Dan. Somehow that was a tweet and not, I don't know, the front page of the New York Times. Dan. Hot coup summer, Maureen. Dan, do you
1: remember last summer?
0: I do remember last summer. Wasn't
1: great, Dan.
0: It was, uh, it was, it was, it was tumultuous in ways that were sort of promising and ways that were definitely not. But it sure feels like we are, uh gearing up for something if we aren't they are for sure gearing up for something
1: these guys are okay so what so michael flynn is talking and sydney powell is talking and they're all talking yeah does it matter that they're talking
2: well
0: i think that this is the thing If they're all talking and we're not listening, we are probably making a mistake. Will their talk amount to anything? Who knows? But everyone was all talk on November 4th last year, you know, or in the months leading up to the election. And uh, then we ended up on January 6th with people taking a shit in the halls of, the U.S. Capitol. So I think that the track record of their talk is that it can lead places that aren't just talk. And uh, maybe we need to listen, certainly be concerned. Do we? Well, we could. I don't think that it's necessarily like we need to Let it ruin our fun summertime. Oh, listen,
1: Dan. We're well past that now. (laughs) No, seriously, Dan. So Trump's down in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There is an active investor, or there's the Manhattan DA, and I believe the Southern District have both said they're they're preparing criminal charges.
0: Or at least... A grand jury has been convened. A grand jury has been convened in a... Not just civil investigation.
1: Right. right. It's not civil. And a grand jury has been convened. They have a lot of... Do- so he is now facing criminal charges probably. Potentially. He knows... He knows the score. Sure. He's got no platform. Well, he's got that blog. He's got Slush Desk.
0: <laughs> the hottest blog on the internet.
1: Does he really, Dan? Dan. I mean, here's the
0: thing. Regarding the sort of the Southern District of New York and, and Manhattan DA stuff. Anyone who thinks that this time he's not wiggling out of it feels like we are actively tricking ourselves because if he is good at one thing, it is wiggling out of it. It's true that man is a world champ wiggle outer and uh so i i i i I fail to believe that there is any slam dunk there i also generally am am not entirely convinced that there is the will the testicular fortitude (laughs) that may be necessary to actually follow through on it all but um you know i i will he get some fines or something like that i believe that but i i i can't really hold out much hope that he won't wiggle out of any real consequence for his actions because that's what his entire life has been and and his platform is definitely smaller but it isn't gone for good and uh you now have this interesting sort of fracturing or not even fracturing but just like it is it is moving out from just him so that you have these conferences where michael flynn and cindy powell and all of these people are able to kind of say stuff and everything they're saying is all in a level of alignment that should be vaguely concerning to me or is vaguely concerning to me i would say
1: Well, that's, 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 that's great, Dan. That's really glad we talked today. Just here for you,
0: Maureen. Well. I can, I can change it up for you. Would you like me to change it up? I can, I can bring us into more familiar territory. Yes. Well, Maureen Johnson. The Washington Post this weekend ran a feature That is so in our wheelhouse that we need to discuss it. It was a feature entitled Weightlifting Gatorade Birthday Calls Inside Biden's Day. All right. All right. We have been on the eating habits of the president beat for four years. I see no reason not to continue that beat just because there's a different president on office and this one Maureen, I'm going to save the true jaw dropper for the end, but I promise you there's a revelation so shocking and so specifically shocking to says who listeners that I literally screamed when I read it the first time, but we're going to start. We're going to start at the basics. All right. Biden's preferred lunch is a soup and salad. Oh, usually a chopped salad with grilled chicken. Mm. He's part he, he that is definitely the like early bird special meal somewhere. Yeah. They don't talk about the salad, but that or the soup, but that's got to be like a chicken noodle, right?
1: I mean, no, I think it's like a split pea.
0: Oh, yeah, I could see that. He is partial to Orange Gatorade and Coke Zero.
1: Nobody's partial to Orange
0: Gatorade. Oh, Maureen Johnson. Orange Gatorade is the best Gatorade. What are you talking about? But Gatorade is gross. Yes, but in the lineup of Gatorade, Orange Gatorade reigns supreme.
1: Well, yes, but no, who's, who's going around
0: drinking Gatorade? I'll tell you who. President Joe Biden. Gatorade and Coke Zero. Not Diet Coke. Full break from the Diet Coke. And in fact, this article said that he had the Diet Coke button removed from the Resolute desk that uh, Donald Trump had had installed.
1: Still a depressing sentence to hear.
0: Yes. Offsetting the low calorie diet, he has a well-known penchant for sweets, including chocolate chip ice cream. Who doesn't? Biden sometimes takes his lunch on the go to various meetings in what Senator Chris Coons describes as, quote, not quite a lunch pail, but it's his little bag of stuff. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> I heard my name. I don't think it's a little bag of stuff. You're uh, interested in Amy oh. Carter's shoe. Uh,
3: That's right. A little bag of stuff. I like that little bag of stuff. You know what I mean?
0: I... You, just you wait, Amy Carter. shoe. Uh, Got something for you here at the end of this. It's his little bag of stuff, quote, so if he gets peckish in a meeting, he can have something healthy. Ah! Uh, yeah! <laughs> now we're talking! And uh, inside his little bag of stuff, often a protein bar, uh-huh. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, uh, and a travel-sized orange Gatorade.
3: That's my guy. That's my Joe. I got a protein bar right here.
0: Says uh, says Chris Coons, when the president, he just sort of appears and he's like, let's go. He's got his little lunch and stuff, his books. It's like he's commuting to work.
1: This is amazing. <laughs> I
0: So I'm fully, this is brown paperback, right? With like Joe written on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of folded over a couple times at the top to make
0: a little handle. Yeah. Uh, a longtime Biden advisor quipped, he has the tastes of a five-year-old. That's right. I mean, I think that that, the, he does, like, the previous president had the taste of a five-year-old. This
1: is a the taste of a very health-conscious five-year-old.
0: Yeah. I mean, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I get it. Yeah. I have a five year old. That's all he eats.
1: Does he eat Shop Style with grilled chicken and split pea soup?
0: No. Okay. But he does eat. He does eat. Um, Plain
1: spaghetti with butter on it.
0: He he does eat that. He uh <laughs> he eats so child child let, nuggets. Let me tell you about the five year old. So he has a number of uh, of unique foodisms at this point. So his peanut butter and jelly is always what he calls PB and J on P with H on the side. So that is peanut butter and jelly on a pita. So you do half, half is peanut butter, half jelly folded over. H is a King's Hawaiian roll on the side. Oh, but wow! at this point now he blurs it all together. So when you say, what do you want for lunch? He just goes, like he'll just do that. And he'll do it over and over and over again.
1: So he's got his sandwiches on a pita, but he has a roll on the side. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. A lot of carb. It's five. And then he um, he loves pasta, plain pasta with butter on it. Yeah. They all uh, do... Used to do penne. And then uh, at some point, I think it was one of the grocery orders, they subbed out a penny for a masta choli. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, i they're basically the same. Penny is like a masticholi with little 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 ridges on it, whereas the masticholi is just a little little smooth tube.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know this was pasta talk with Dan. It
0: is, but the best part is he now really relishes he full on like Mario Italian accents his way through masticholi. So he will just when we're doing it, he will just be sitting there at the table going
2: Master <laughs> over
0: and over and over again. He loves it. So in that way, I guess Joe Biden does have the taste of a five-year-old, especially if he has novel ways of referring to all of his food.
2: <laughs> Master <Jolie!
0: laughs> And The best thing about it is it, became very very quick and clear and apparent that the teen was very annoyed when he would yell master at full volume and so now he does it just to get the teen's goat
1: this is amazing
0: yeah yeah anyway back to joe biden the article goes uh far beyond food i'm not going to get into all of it it's a lot of his daily routine which involves waking up and working out and then going to the Going to the office around nine, heads back around seven for dinner with Jill Biden. But during his 2020 presidential campaign, this is from the article, Biden would regale aides with human interest tidbits from Apple News, an app that came preloaded on his iPhone and that he apparently never replaced. (laughs) One longtime advisor recalled that the headlines were often oddities like, quote, world's largest moth. And quote, Japanese woman is one hundred and nineteen years old.
1: Dan, He's everyone's grandparent or parent sending them email forwards. Right. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Did you see this? I read it on the Internet.
2: Look at this moth. Look at how how big that is.
1: Where where did you read that? On the internet. Where on the internet? On the internet. I got it on my Apple news. My phone sent it to me. Dan, I'm not going to lie to you. My dad is a a strange guy and he has gotten this thing about Amazon Alexis. Now, my dad doesn't have a smartphone. Okay. (laughs) And Amazon Alexis can only be controlled via smartphone. A fact I have explained to him No less than seven times, (laughs) including the eight hours I spent at home over Christmas, trying to set up all his weird shit, (laughs) including all. And I tried to backdoor so I could somehow get him to be able to control. So he's got this lace like it's not working. I'm like, it is working. It's not broken. You need a smartphone to control. It's broken. So as soon as he could go back into stores, he took this thing back into Best Buy where we are pretty sure he did not get it and was like this alexa is broken they're like sir this is an arby's and he's like this alexa is broken finally he badgered them so much that he got a store credit and now my mother's told me he has purchased a third alexa which (laughs) is still in the box with the others that he just moves around the house and yours fucking truly is going to have to not set up these goddamn alexas again because he wants to be able to say to it, "Alexa, play the Marine Corps anthem," which it <laughs> won't do because he doesn't have a Spotify subscription, as I explained to him for eight hours at Christmas time.
0: I'm guessing that Joe Biden's got his Alexa fully primed to play hey, the Alexa, Marine Corps. Hey Alexa, get me
1: a peanut butter sandwich.
0: How about Master
2: our- Coley? Master Jolly.
0: He really leans into it. He gets very excited when we come back from the grocery store and there's more Mastacholi. He'll just yell top of his lungs. Back to Joe Biden.
1: Dan, can you tell from the tone of my voice that maybe I had adventures
0: this week with the old Alexa and some other stuff? Seems like maybe. A little tense. Seems like. It's Seems fine. Like. Do you need to talk about it? No. Because you could probably tell it to Alexa.
1: You know what, Dan? The other day, I was listening to a very tense podcast about serious things. And then it was, I I said, Alexa, fast forward by two minutes. And it said, okay, playing funny fart sounds, track two. (laughs) And I was like, no, 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 no.
0: The best thing is, is that there is at least one listener right now who's Alexa just fast forwarded this podcast two seconds.
1: Alexa, play funny fart noises. Okay, playing funny fart noises. No, 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 no. And then I couldn't figure out. I was like, because it had opened up music. I was like, God damn it. I was just going,
0: "Ah, God damn it. Right before lockdown last year, I went to a funeral and was sitting at the the table with uh, random people, some of whom I knew, some of whom I didn't. And one of the people there is on the, like, Make Alexa funny, team. And uh, let me tell you, that's a weird person to spend a funeral time with. Oh, boy. They are probably the person that was like, how about we make it so Alexa can play funny fart sounds? I'm very sorry for your loss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Did I just... I just farted you right out of your seat.
1: <laughs>
0: I almost threw up
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, Dan, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've had a very stressful couple of days. Oh, I and
0: for so some... many, I have so many fond memories of of him when he was alive. <laughs> 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 I blew my headphones right off with that one You guys (laughs) At least we have his memory (laughs) Anyway, back to Joe Biden (laughs) <laughs> he goes to uh, events, apparently. And after those events, one longtime advisor said the president calls his wife or one of his grandchildren and leaves long messages describing the crowd and the scene. Quote, I don't know if they listen to them all or delete them, but he processes out loud, this person says.
1: I mean, what does that sound like? Hey, it's me. <laughs> so I was in a. So it was a it was a room. Imagine a room. It's a like a lot. Well, it's not a lot. It's like a like a hall, not like somewhere you might have a wedding, but with fewer mirrors and not padded chairs. And there was like folding chairs. I'm gonna say there was two thousand. No, how many folding chairs were there? How many folding chairs were there? Were they standing? They were standing. So there, how many people? How many people? Which five thousand? There were five thousand people, and most of them were, were they, they were not dressed up. It was a casual event it was would you say there were five th- would you say some of them had hats on and well they were listening i was talking so i came in with the secret service and i talked into a microphone and they listened and then i left alexa <laughs> play funny fart noises
3: uh-huh. <laughs>
1: dad can never do, know that Alexa can play funny fart noises. <laughs> I can't have another weekend like that one, Dan. I'm so tired. I had, I spent all weekend dealing with parent stuff and I got to tell you, Dan, I, I don't know how three Alexas could spin into such a tangled web, but <laughs> they're not even out of the box, Dan. Do you know how annoying you have to be to get Best Buy to give you a credit for something you did not buy there? That's
0: impressive because my in my experience with Best Buy, they won't even give you a credit for things you did buy there.
1: That Alexa is straight up first generation.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's just named Alex.
1: It I they don't even make it anymore, Dan. And he just went in there like, "Hey, give me credit." <laughs> For a while, he was like, I'll just go through the drive-thru. And my mother was like, there is no (laughs) drive-thru. And he was like, yes, there is. And so they called Best Buy and they were like, no. And they, no, we have no drive-thru. My father demands things that don't exist in stores. (laughs) One time, Dan, we went to a Mexican restaurant. (laughs) This was a long time ago. And this place had like super colorful chairs that were like all colors of the rainbow with like elaborate carvings of suns and moons and they looked like they belonged in a Mexican restaurant. They're very bright, very cheerful, extremely ornate. My dad said, I want to buy your chairs. <laughs> and they said, sir, we don't sell them. And they he insisted he made them sell him some chairs. Everything's got a price. And then my mom was like, what are you going to do with those? I want the chair. And so he bought four of these goddamn chairs. Wow. Man. He made them sell him the chairs. <laughs> That's impressive. They're in our basement, (laughs) along with a bunch of other weird stuff, like 12,000 Alexis and the chairs from a Mexican restaurant.
0: (laughs) Uh, Maureen, I need you to take a breath for this next part. All right. This detail, it's the last detail from this story, made me gasp. Because, and I quote, Biden has stocked the outer Oval Office with salt water taffy.
3: Well, well.
0: From dolls, a staple of the boardwalk in Rehoboth Beach. Rehoboth. Rehoboth Beach. There's no E in Rehoboth Beach. It's
1: Rehoboth.
0: Okay. Delaware. Maureen. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maureen Johnson. Yeah. Salt. Yeah. Water. Uh-huh. Taffy.
1: In the summertime?
0: Stretchy mm-hmm. on the loom.
1: Stretchy like taffy on a loom in the summertime. for my banjo. Yeah, Dan. Oh, How? you.
0: Uh-huh. How did you know? hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There is, to the best of my knowledge, no uh-huh. major coverage of Joe Biden's love of saltwater taffy.
1: Uh-huh. You know why, Dan? First of all, are you impressed?
0: I am I am flabbergasted.
1: Yeah, yeah, you are. You know why, Dan? I got the Delaware intuition. <laughs> I know my man.
0: Holy shit.
1: Uh-huh. 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 He's bringing some actual Delaware stuff. Just you wait, you'll be hearing about a Capriotti's Bobby sandwich pretty soon. <laughs> what the fuck is a Bobby sandwich? There's this place called Capriotti's. Okay. It's a Delaware legendary sandwich shop that has just opened up a branch here in New York City. Wow. How many times do you hear that Delaware sandwich shops opened in New York City?
0: That and is they- uh, That is some that is some coattails. And They're they have riding.
1: their famous sandwich is called a Bobby. Okay. What exactly is on the Bobby? I know the basics of the Bobby, but I want to get it right because if you get the, if you get the, the details wrong, all right, here we go. The Bobby at Capriotti. Here we go. Homemade turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing and mayo. Okay. You can get it year round. People lose their minds for this sandwich. <laughs> like it was a, it's always been a thing like, Oh, the Capriati, like the Bobby from Capriati. It's just like, people get very excited about it. Wow. I can guarantee you that there is a cap that there is a Bobby from Capriati floating around the, the white house at some point. Someone he's going to summon someone say, go to
0: Capriati's,
1: get me a Bobby. <laughs>
0: Saltwater taffy, Maureen John. Yeah. Uh-huh. Outside the Oval Office.
1: Yeah. Dan.
0: It's unbelievable.
1: You gotta trust me. I know what's what.
0: You hand on the pulse.
1: And you know what that means? If I'm right about the taffy, then I'm right about the balls. Mm. That's right. Everything I say about the balls counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That's right. I
3: know what's going on with the taffy, and I know what's going on with the balls. <laughs> I know what's going on in the trouser department. Oh, oh. oh.
0: knock knock. Who's there?
3: Joe Biden's balls. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think?
0: Amy Low Carter Shoe.
3: Low and slow.
0: You've known.
3: I always did. I told
0: you. You've wow. told me many times. I refuse to listen. Yeah. Now the you scales know. Scales have been removed from my eyes. That's
3: right. I'm a Washington insider, baby.
0: How you real say insider. that is a real gross.
3: Yeah, uh, Washington insider. Uh. Uh. Inside.
0: Washington. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, Maureen Johnson. Testicles. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about is testicles. I I know. (laughs) I know. And you know what? You're right. You're right, Amy Carter Shoe. Everything you've said has come to pass.
3: You pull it down. You can stretch it so far all the way to the ground. And then you let it go, but it doesn't bounce back up. It just hangs there. Yeah. That's the way I like it. Master (laughs) Jolie!
1: Master Jolie! Dan, I'm so tired. Why am I so tired?
0: Uh, Because we are living out the tail end of a global pandemic. Mm. And we have been expected to... Retain the same level of productivity and uh, otherwise uh, go about our daily life as if nothing has happened, as if mm. six hundred thousand people aren't dead, as if hundreds of thousands of people aren't dying globally still. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you wrote three books last year. All those are reasons to be tired,
1: <sighs> Alexa. You know what to do. <laughs> Honestly, we are five years old. Oh, that one made
0: me lightheaded. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean, Dan, that That was was a lot of air. This is a podcast, Dan.
0: Holy cow.
1: Dan, it's four years later. We're still doing this, and now you're just making fart noises. (laughs) All right. That's a good one,
0: though. Our numbers are going to be huge. We have seen an absolute inexplicable jump, Maureen Johnson. In the consumption of says who podcast in Slovakia.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, welcome. We we're are thr- regular to have you
0: in the top ten <laughs> in Slovakia for news commentary. That rules. We're right now. We're at the furthest out that we would be because we're coming out tomorrow. Mm. We will climb back up. We are number 25. Above, I will point out, on the media from WNYC. Above the Pivot podcast with Kara Swisher and Scott Galloway. Above Dinesh D'Souza and Bill O'Reilly. It's us in Slovakia.
1: Slovakia, we're happy to come to you at any time.
0: Sure. You rule. You do. We love you, Slovakia, and I think the fart sounds are going to go big there.
1: I think they are.
3: I think they are. Create a
0: whole new category for us in Slovakia. Well, well, says who is made possible by you. I got to take it a pic. Get you a picture of these Mexican chairs. <laughs> I do. I want to see they a picture are of this restaurant. They are. They
1: look like something that belong. Like they're very. They're so
0: they're just they're not chairs for a house. I can I have a pretty good image in my mind of what I think those those chairs probably look like.
1: Can you imagine going into a restaurant just demanding that they sell you their chairs?
0: I can't. And just keeping at it until they do. Until they do so i later on somebody's like they're like i'm sorry we're all booked up you're going to have to wait they're like i see a table open right there and they're like yes but somebody bought the chairs
1: this, this man that came in get nine alexas none of them worked <laughs> he made us sell sell him our chairs we don't understand his family <laughs> looked confused
0: <laughs> i'm impressed that your um Your driving out to dinner car was also capable of holding four dining chairs for the drive home.
1: Oh, it didn't work well as I remember it. (laughs) I think the trunk was open. I'm sure. They were not small chairs. No. I'm guessing they had
0: armrests.
1: uh, I can't remember if they have armrests, but the backs were quite high. Yeah. And very ornate. I bet. Because they were restaurant chairs. Yeah. Yeah. Very colorful, ornate restaurant shares. Well, and I, I'm just shaking my head,
0: <laughs> Well, Shake Away says who is made possible through, by you through your support of our Patreon at slash says who, where every Sunday you can get more of this if you give at the five or ten dollar a month level. Who wouldn't want that? Patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H E Y at says who Join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash says Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to join the fan run discord. You can visit tinyurl.com slash discord. That will be the home of the whovian only Box in the Woods Book Club. Information to come very soon. Go check out the Discord to find out. tinyurl.com slash discord. Spread the word, subscribe, leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And join us next Wednesday, June 9th. That's low six days away from the release of The Box in the Woods, Maureen. Ah. For our next episode.
1: Ah, Why'd you do that?
0: Well, it's good. It's probably good to know when your book's coming out. That's all Ah. I'm saying. It's good. June 15th, Box in the Woods. Ah. June 9th, the next episode of Says Who. And from my basement in Chicago, I am... (laughs) I just blew out the side of my cheek. I'm Dan Sinker.
1: And coming from inside of a Best Buy, I'm Maureen Johnson.
0: And this has been Says Who.